Marvel DC, Marvel DC, Marvel DC, 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 Marvel, 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 no, read image. We create our own realities and words. That's disgusting. Hello. That's disgusting. Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. The Geek Chat. Hey, 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 everybody. And welcome to another episode of The, the Geek, Geek Chat. Chat. Yes, I'm your host, Desmond. And with me, as always, is my co-host. Rich. And we have something special that we're getting ready to discuss today uh, for our Geek Chat. <laughs> we just finished watching Supergirl. Yay! We, we had a couple of people uh, who was in a, who are in attendance still here. And we're going to talk to them a little bit later just to see how... Uh, how how they liked it or didn't like the show or did you like it did i like it i liked it yeah i liked it it it, it was much more i liked it because it was bright yes yes it was very a more happier yeah um but before we start always like to give uh where you can find us you can join us on uh our facebook group which is the geek chat that's where rich and i come in and talk to all of you fantastical magical people so come to the facebook group the Geek Chat, and chat with us. Um, you're listening to this on MixLR, and we're here every Monday. Live. Uh, live. Sometimes. Most of the time. Most of the time. Uh, at 6 o'clock. Again, start a little bit late because of the show, but uh, generally we're here at 6 o'clock. If you missed this show, you can check us out on SoundCloud, and that's where all of our older shows are as well. Uh, search The Geek Chat on SoundCloud, and this show will be posted, uh, and all shows are posted on Tuesday after 2 o'clock. You can also go to iTunes and Stitcher. Always search the Geek Chat if you want to stream. And we are now on Tumblr. Always search the Geek Chat on Tumblr if you want to come in and see. No. How's the YouTube no coming? YouTube is coming. I need to talk to you about that too because I have some plans for the YouTube channel. So, so please come in. <laughs> Just so silly. Um, also, want to give special thanks to our sponsors. First sponsor is Club Card Printing here in San Francisco. Um, they're the ones that do our palm cards. If you ever see anything that says the Geek Chat on it and a printed piece of media, that's from them. So thank you, Club Card. And you can go check them out at clubcardprinting.com. I want to give a special thanks to Gene Gelmet. He is our resident artist. All those beautiful pictures of Rich trying to kill me. Thanks, Gene. Uh, he was the one that did all those pictures. Thanks, Gene. I got a new one lined up. I'm sure you do. I have a new way to kill Dez. <laughs> and you can check him out at rltpress.com. He is also a featured artist on the uh, line that is drawn on comic book resources. So he's a featured art artist on that uh, site as well. Uh, wanted to give a special thanks to Terry Miller, who is our mistress of the mix board. She's the one that makes all those fantastical magical sounds that you hear uh, on the show. So thank you so much for that, Terry. Thanks, Terry. And uh, one, our, our final sponsor, our biggest sponsor, is Whatever Comics, located at 548 Castro Street, between 18th and 19th, and still too hot San Francisco. And they can also check them online at Whatever Store Online, and look on Facebook under Whatever Store. Yes, they're always posting what's going on and what's new at the store. You can also uh, go in there and see what's coming out on Wednesdays, because we are comic book readers first and foremost so that is all of our housekeeping and now we're going to go and we're going to talk to the people who were in we're going to the masses we're going to go to the masses and we're going to talk to the people who were in attendance uh for our supergirl screening everyone Woo! say hello, hello. Woo. sounds like a lot of people but it's actually not but anyway 
Um, but first and foremost, uh, did you want to say what you thought of the show, Rich? We'll we talk go? about that later. But I will say, watching it the second time, uh, part of my opinion is still true, and the other part, it wasn't that bad. What was your opinion? G- give us. Your it's opinion. hokey. We'll go into that later at the point five. There was a there was a lot of hokey moments for me. What? Okay. Okay. No, one, we'll go into that at the point five because I don't want to give this, spoilers away. There has to be one hokey moment that was shown in the trailer because trailers are all about being no, hokey. No, it was the it there was a little too much touchy feely. But it's it's super person. I know. Go ahead. Let's person. see what let's see what our okay, audience so thinks. Okay. So first and foremost, this is Sean. So Sean, what did you think of uh, of Super? I actually liked it. I was expecting. I'm not. Sure, I was expecting not to like it quite as much as I did. Um, touching on what she said, I was expecting from the trailer. I thought it looked a little cheesy, and I was afraid that she was going to be too girly with the whole Cat Grant thing. I think I was bringing Ally McBeal memories into the whole thing. I don't know what I was worried about, but uh, it was actually much better than I thought, and the effects were good, and I pretty much thoroughly enjoyed it. That's. I have to agree. I was very happy to see that she actually spent quite a bit of time using her powers, yep. and we got to see. All of them, except for the uh, uh, cold breath. But I'm sure we're going to get an episode with that. But uh, we got to see all of her powers, which is amazing. Next up is Terry. What did you think, Terry? I thought it was good. I'd say almost very good. And actually, before I go, I really want to say happy anniversary to uh, you guys, because this has been a really great show. Um, Oh, thank you. but but getting back to that, I I'm really happy that it didn't go over like I was afraid of the Ally McBeal effect too, and it didn't go there. And it was a little bit hokey, but really it wasn't nearly as hokey as old Wonder Woman um, <laughs> episodes. So I thought it was restrained, and you know you have to figure pilots oftentimes are a little shaky. So I'm optimistic. All right. Uh, Rich, you have anything to say about about the optimism that that these you know people? I have? agree. Oh Lord! <laughs> the next person up is Robert. Robert, what did you think? Overall, I liked it. I thought it had a lot of potential. Uh, they touched on a lot of different uh, aspects that I'm sure will be emphasized later on when the show goes uh, episode to episode. Um, it's funny you mentioned Wonder Woman for the comparison to Hokey and the uh, uh, schmaltz that could come into it where they try to get into much of the emotional relationships and so on, because it reminded me of how it wasn't the Wonder Woman pilot that came out a few years back. With Kathy Lee Crosby? No. No. Uh, with Godot, Gail Godot. Oh, you're talking about the newer. I w- I'm yes. talking about way in the 77. Speaking of Ally McBeal, that was by the producer who did Ally McBeal, yeah. and it was terrible in almost every way. <laughs> because it focused too much on her emotional uh, catharsis and her 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 uh, uh, journey to you know attain fulfillment instead of not being fun and action filled. And this was action filled. They made great use of her powers. They gave her tons of opportunities. Some of convenience, I think, poor writing and yeah, I agree there. They found opportunities or created them out of nothing. Yep. Uh, but it certainly did not go way over the top with uh, pep talks or with emotional connections between her and a couple of the characters that if it keeps going could be annoying but I thought it was getting to the edge but wasn't over the top so overall I, I enjoyed it awesome yeah someone who watched that Wonder Woman pilot that was rough yeah. and and I'm yeah. you know they, they could have did a lot of things in that Wonder Woman pilot to make it better but it didn't even get the chance 
And my biggest complaint for that Wonder Woman pilot is the fact she killed. That is something that I drew the line what? at. Wonder Woman kills? Yeah. She, she kills? No, not the way, not the violent that she threw this woman up against, or this guy up against a wall, and a uh, pipe came through his chest and killed him. Wonder Woman does not do that. Well, I'm what, sorry. Wonder Woman does not do that. What? Yeah. So did she mean to do it, or? It was, yeah. I, I just want to say one other thing. I think when you watch the episode, it's going to confound sort of unwritten rules of women in fights in the way that they handle it. Oftentimes, I think when there's a female uh, hero, there's always a female villain that they have to fight with so they can really get into it. And in this, no, they they may have choreographed a little more uh, uh, throws and, and falls as opposed to hits that you might see in the Superman movie or so on. But they did they did not cut cut back at all in the, the violence. No, yeah, yeah I agree with that. The actual fighting, you know, it really you'll you'll be surprised. I think. All right, and so our last person up, I, I love I'm talking to a crowd. Is lovable now. Charles. Yes, is is the Charles. Hi, Charles. So, what did you think? I'm glad it's not convergence. <laughs> <laughs> and that Telos didn't make it into it. Uh, uh, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Not yet. Really? I thought the show was really really good. Um, I thought the acting was nice. Um, there were cute boys, um, but, but the show was good too. And um, I thought that I didn't think it was hokey at all. I was glad that it was bright. I thought it was simple. I mean, it didn't. There was none of this. Oh, for God's sake, another Dark Arrow episode, and there was no island involved. Thank God. And and um, I didn't think it was as convoluted as sometimes the Flash gets about, you know, oh, we're going back in time. Oh, look, here's another Earth. I mean, it was just straightforward. It's it's going to do well. I would definitely have to agree uh, with Charles, I, which is interesting. Because <laughs> 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 wow. Anyway, yes. <laughs> yes, I, I definitely have to agree. I thought it was I thought it was a good show, you know, and I know that on our point five. Uh, we're going to talk more about it, and we're actually going to talk about spoilers, spoilers. about about the show because um, because there was there was a lot going on in this show. Yeah, for a, for a forty five minute pilot, yeah, they for forty five a lot minute, into it. There was a lot with her, you know, setting up the the story, setting up her power, setting up her quote unquote destiny. There was a lot to chew on, and when Charles was saying was it was simple, it was because it was so easy to digest. Like the beats, the beats kind of moved for me, mm-hmm. and it was very much a, it was very much a paint by number sort of situation. But that wasn't that bad because sometimes you just need to get from point A to point B to point C. Yeah, you know, and it's and it's the way that you tell that story that 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 it's more compelling or not. And I thought, you know, this was really compelling. And again, I have to echo the thought. I, I have to echo that I liked that it was um, bright. You made mention of that. It was bright. It was not. It was not overly. Um, Dark. Uh, uh, dark, yeah. and there wasn't as much angst as you expected. Oh, my God, you and the angst. Like, that's the thing, you know. So you're okay it. with hokey, but not okay with angst. 
Well, no, because because I think angst. There was a lot of schmaltz in this. I yeah, mean, my teeth were starting to hurt. But that's fine, though. For but me. But that you're yeah, I was gonna say but for you, you, that's fine. And that's that's the funny thing is because people are emoting, you know. Because the, the thing that ki- kills me about angst, especially in the Arrow, if these fuckers just talk to each other, it would be so much easier. But now I can't. Well, say did you watch last no, week? I, I mean, you yes. Know, this pa- and they finally yes. talked. They, they said talk. exactly what you said. Yes. Okay. You know, and it's like just talk about it. That was the 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 second to the the, the first. Perfect example: the 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 Deathly Hollows, that first Harry Potter movie when they're all in the woods and they're you like. Expect me to remember that? I don't know, but but they're they're all like angsty and Ron's getting all angsty. And everyone's getting all anxious. It's like just just either have sex or shut up, you know. It's just. And they do like ten movies uh, later, it right? Just, it was just so annoying because I'm just like you, with all the crap that you guys have been through, you really just can't talk this shit out, really. Ugh. So that's the thing that always kills me about it. Like, so you're a talker. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's you know I, I liked it. Good. You know, I I I thought it was a good show, and I'm I'm definitely going to um, tune in. Definitely better than Gotham. I'll tell you. Oh that. my God! So everyone, uh, you'll want to make sure to tune in on Thursday. He usually posts it, what around two? Uh, generally, two o'clock is when it's is when it is posted. So listen to our point five on Thursday for our and our guests opinions on Supergirl, complete with spoilers. So make that sure you is, watch it. That is correct. And so it's on tonight at eight thirty after. Big Bang. Yes, after Big Bang Theory, which I think is a fantastic lead-in, <laughs> which is weird though, because it's an hour show, but they're starting at eight thirty. It's weird. And then uh, you had told me that it's going up against Gotham. At well, the nine. last no, the, la- the last thirty the last minutes. 30, uh, the first thirty minutes of Supergirl is going up against. But do you think Gotham. that's a good idea though? Because I th- I think it is personally because you it's know in the get day of DVRs, we're just gonna they're gonna watch. Oh, both. yeah, no, they're gonna watch what they're gonna watch. But I'm but I don't think people are gonna like turn halfway through just to get to Gotham. I really don't think they're gonna do that. Other way around. No, no, they're not going to turn to get to Gotham. They're gonna, they're gonna stay on Supergirl. Is what I think. other way around? What? Supergirl starts. It Gotham starts at eight. I thought Gotham started at nine. No, starts at eight. Oh. I don't watch it live anyway, so I don't watch it anymore. If I'm going to watch it, I watch it. We have to hate watching. We it. have to watch it for uh, Firefly. I don't know. Did you see the the pictures of how she looked though when 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 they're uh, when they're showing on the trailers? It looks all completely like composited and CGI and stuff when she has the fire. It looks so fake. It's a woman. Yeah, Firefly's a girl. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Or a firebug. She's a girl. So, so yes, tune in for our point five, which is on uh, Thursdays, always posted right around or before 2 o'clock. So this Thursday, uh, we will be talking much more in depth about uh, the um, the Supergirl and what's going on with that. Well, I like to say it as well. What do you – where are you going? Are you going to stay or are you going to go? Yes, so so people are gonna be leaving, and then uh, while they are leaving, I'm gonna talk about a couple of books that uh, talk about you. Oh my god, I, I had to talk to you about this world weird world because I actually kind of liked I like this book for so weird world came out. It was by Jason Aaron. It was a, it was a Marvel Secret Wars book or Battle World book by Jason Aaron, and uh, the artist was Mike Del Mundo. Colorist was uh, Mike Del Mundo and Marco Di Falsano, Di Alfonso. Letter was VCs Corey Pettit. Again, it is World World Weird World number five, three ninety nine from Marvel, and it is the last episode of uh, Archon's uh, trip through Weird Weird World, trying to find his way home. Right, Rich? That's that's what's going on, right? That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, but I liked it. I mean, I granted there wasn't there wasn't a what, there wasn't a lot to do with um, Morgan Le Fay. It's like she showed up, but it was really just his. She was t- there. She did. She left. And she 
Did, you, did they die? I don't know. I just don't. The one thing that I like the book. Trust me, I like the book. I'm gonna read Weird World, um, when it is re-released. Yep, it's coming back. One of Marvel's new series, but which shows that for all the people that think Secret Wars doesn't matter, they're missed out on because a lot of it's gonna be referenced. Has already been referenced in the new Marvel. I um I'll give it a read when the collection comes out. I'll what read all of them. What did you think about this book? I actually liked it. I didn't it. read it. Oh, I thought you did the read it. The first so I read it the first issue and I was like, meh. The did you see who showed up, right? Second issue, oh, and this one I knew who showed up. I was that's what I texted you. Yeah. I remember Tuesday I texted you and I'm like, Do you read Weird World? And you're like, Yeah, and I'm like, Oh, never mind, I'm not gonna spoil it for you because the greatest panel as a child of the eighties was you're going to just say, do you want to spoil oh, yeah, it? Yeah, hell yeah. The Return of Christ star. Yes. I mean, he looked amazing. He only had one arm, but <laughs> but he looked amazing. I was like, I really hope this. I, really I hope want. This, I want him to be in, in the actual. Oh, hell no. Just give him his own series. Well, they, they're probably going to spin it off. Yeah, but, but I want to see more of him. But having it be having it be the underside where he's going to be the underside of, of the uh, of Weird World was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. I, I think it's really bizarre and then him getting to the end and then seeing it and then and deciding oh i have to i have to find uh i have to find a way to fight everybody you know and, and fight morgan lefay and then and then the swamp queen comes in with all her people and the amazons and all these weird shit that jason the amazons had. yeah they were they were amazons but they had giant eyeballs and it was just very weird because it's weird world but anyway, I loved it. I thought Crystar was amazing. I thought the whole fight scene and everything. And then the thing that killed me was it seems like none of these books had any real resolution. Do you notice that? Well, no, because they're continuing on. I mean, there are a lot of these, well, especially this one, will just spin right into its own book. I, I understand that. But at the same time, like I wonder, did he make it home? Okay, when I complain it about it, when I complain about it because Maestro is sitting there in his head, you're like, oh, no, it was amazing. I like then that you're like, that was the only way they had that <laughs> actually was, was somewhat of an ending. And now you're like, there's no ending. There wasn't. Uh, did, well, wait did, he till kill, we, did he kill Morgan Le Fay? Is Morgan Le Fay still alive? Who knows? What happened to the dragon? What happened to Crystal? Where is the, what's going on? Like, I want to know what's happening well, with Well, read these Weird World number one. I'm definitely going to read it. I... This is one of those books that if you did not read it, like I- issue by issue by issue, read the, the the collected edition when it comes out. It was really good, you know, and I'm happy to say that uh, Jason Aaron signed another exclusive with Marvel, and I will read his books. I really enjoy him as as a um, as a writer, and I'm gonna have to start picking up those uh those uh Star Wars books honestly because if he's doing this kind of work, I just I just have to pick it up. I never really, really was a fan of his. Like I, re- I read his story because everyone said it was really good, and then I did read it, and I was just like, "This is really good stuff," you know? Yeah. Granted, the barbarians, the, the barbarians type of stuff is really good, but this I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed it. What was one of the books that you enjoyed, Rich? Well, I want to talk about uh, the two number twos that came out this week: Amazing Spider-Man, because we both love Spider-Man, which is great. We've both been reading Spider-Man since Slot took over. As much as people boycotted the book, I remained. Yeah, I think Dan. I think. Uh, Dan Slott is one of the is one of the people who is actually really doing really good things with this book. I mean, having I re- remember the b- brain trust yeah. when it was when it was all the different writers and they finally just gave it to Daniel Slott or Dan Slott to run. And I think he, the man is just a genius. So Amazing Spider-Man number two uh, writer Dan Slott, penciler, and I'm very happy he is still on the book after all these years. Giuseppe Camicoli. Inker is Cam Smith. The colorist is Maite Gracia. Um, 
It's Waterproof, part two of the new uh, Spider-Man Goes Global. And um, I love the fact we get Zodiac still, and they are they have costumes on. I mean, how great the reimagining of the yeah. costumes with the crab on they its head. They actually have costumes? I, that's what I was so happy about. And, and did you see, I don't like, care how hokey people think it is. They have costumes. It's fun. Yeah. Like, people can can be angry and everything like that, but it's fun. This is an adventure comic with Spider-Man. Like, global I, Spider-Man. Global Spider-Man. I loved seeing them, seeing the uh, And Hobie. And, and Hobie and all these is weird. And then did you see when, when they were trying to decipher it? It was like on a bed of crabs and mm-hmm. shit. And then, but the thing that was so good about this comic was was the people that were that were in the comic that Dance Law is writing about, it had this weird sort of meta thing going on because the people that were um that were the henchmen were talking about why is this base underwater Aquari- why is this base aquarius and underwater when when aquarius is an air sign and uh-huh. like what well most people uh, just the fact that they're having that level of dialogue is just and that, that, that they're they're aware of its own absurdity is just fantastic but it doesn't it's aware of its absurdity but it's still it still sells itself you know what I love about it? It's still good. It is a continuation of everything he has been writing since the beginning. It's not like, you know, we're going to forget or we're going to ignore or we're going to rewrite what we didn't like. He, everything in this book is a continuation, especially when you get to the end with Rhino. I'll just spoil it. Um, that happened in, what, two runs ago now? Uh, no, it was a long time ago. Earlier, it was during when they were all hunting Spider-Man down. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. So it happened a long time the ago. the fact he is still using the ideas he implanted in these books years oh, ago. Yeah, with, with the death of uh, Silver Sable. I mean, like, the, he's still, I was not expecting to see that. Yeah, he's still feeling guilty, which is a human trait, which is how he's writing him. He's writing him more grown up. He's writing him more aware of what he's done in the past, trying to fix it. I read this and I loved it. And I'm happy that Giuseppe is still on it because I noticed his artist his artist seems to be a lot softer too. Yeah, he's toned I don't know if it's the inkers they're using. Um but I love him drawing Spider Man. The one problem I had with the book was how did Aquarius know that they were on the roof? Uh, uh, on the ceiling. Because they're having this talk and then he's like and I swear by all the stars, it, that's Spider-Man and some guy up there. You see that, right? He never looked up. Well, I think it's there's it's Dan Slott trying to be humorous. Didn't be- work because I thought it was funny. Uh, because, it didn't work because he was like he's he's not so much as he's looking up. It's just like he's like I think it's just or like, she. I'm sorry, yeah, it's sorry, a she. she. She's got she's like big uh, old honkers. I thought it was funny. I I thought it was funny. I enjoyed it. I, I don't mind. Like, I love the redesign for Prowler's costume. With uh, the arm wings, I thought you didn't like. I thought you wouldn't have liked it because the in one panel the arm wings were were, were omitted. Do you notice that? Uh, there's a bunch of little things, and I was like, "What happened to his arm wings?" Yeah, yeah he didn't need the arm wings. There's in my a opinion. bunch of little things that are. He are did not weird. need that. Um, but I loved it. I like that the Zodiac have powers that but, they're not just random people. But did you notice though that um, that um, oh, I just had it in my that his art has gotten softer. Yeah, totally. Um, and I, I the jagged to, lines aren't there anymore. I meant to also say. I guess Spider-Man's suit is like a, a, a thin armor. Well, it's a little bit like, um, I guess, Tony Stark's now where it can be what it needs to be. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. And then and then for Aquarius to call him on it, and mm-hmm. it was like, had you, you know, just relied on your actual skills, not your armor, you would have, you would have beat, you, you, you could have caught me or blah, blah, blah. This is, 
just little things like that make this make this book just so good. Yeah, like, I think it's so aware of itself that I just love that. This is one number two that actually continues the story on. You know how you read the number ones and you're like, oh, this is great. And you read the number two and you're like, oh, I don't got to read this. This is still keeping up and I can't wait till uh, we'll probably won't make it to 12 before they renumber something. But this oh is just God, a continuing. Don't. Please don't say that. <laughs> the other number two uh, this week was Invincible Iron Man. I cannot wait to hear what you thought about that one. So while I find the who did what, why don't you talk about it? Um, Here yeah. we go. Good. <laughs> I guess not. Invincible Iron Man number two, written by Brian Michael Bendis. The artist is David Marquez. Color artist is Justin Ponzor. VCs Clayton Cowles did the letters in production. Uh, so ta- bring them up to speed. The number one we saw... In armor, we saw a girl he's trying to impress, and we saw Victor Von Doom with a scar on his eye. And Madame Mask. We saw the heist of Madame Mask. I mean, the main thing about it was, of the first issue, was was introducing the status quo for Iron Man. New armor that basically is like a a metamorph type of armor that can morph into whatever he wants it to be. It, it, It is all of his armors in one, literally. That's what it is. Um, Is that he can... If he needs a Hulkbuster, it's a Hulkbuster. If he needs stealth armor, it's stealth armor. It's like it grows and it grows. It's it's almost like an organic type of metal. Well, anyway, and then Madame Mass though is uh, is look we find out in this episode is she is trying to uh, get all of um, get all of the um, the uh, relics. yeah the relics myst- uh, mysterious relics uh, together that way. Um, that way, uh, she can do something with it. I don't yeah, know they what she's said trying what, to yeah. do, but so she was stealing all these various magical relics, and so she she stole the wand of well, Watambo, which is which was an old Doctor Strange wand, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. And then, and then Doctor Doom has one, and and but she stole a relic. She stole the wrong one. It yeah, didn't work. But but the thing that was crazy was was even though Doctor Doctor Doom in this one seems to have lost his country his armor and his sovereign sovereignty he is no longer uh the ruler of latveria he still is a very powerful man yeah he's not weak by any and any. i thought it, but that was what was so great about it was was he still had his business wrote him really well and the fact that he still had his arrogance and he wanted to be tony's friend and he wanted to do this new did he I think that he has something going on because cuz the thing about it is going on like good or going on like bad cuz i got bad Oh, he's he, he's always going to want his own. I mean, he's going to double cross Tony at some point. But I just I just like the fact that he was trying to to put out that olive leaf to him mm-hmm. and try to get branch. That, oh, sorry, olive branch to him to try to get um him to help him retrieve this thing from uh, uh from Madame Mask. But the fact that he was able to use his magic and still be a, a really good mage is something that people really haven't explored a lot about well, they, Doctor Doom's character. Well, they talked about it in the Doctor Doom Doctor Strange. Uh, miniseries. Like, that was like in the 90s. Yeah, but they Marvel reprinted it for this reason. Oh, I, yeah, I totally agree. And then, again, in the Children's Crusade, talking about how he really wanted the chaos magic. So, Marvel's been hinting at it, and now it looks like with the Fantastic Four rumored to be gone, um, they're giving the Doctor his own... They're amping up his magical powers, which I thought was really cool. And they're doing that? To get it away from Doctor Doom, to totally rebrand it, so uh, that makes sense. To, you know, to, to rebrand him away from so that the, they the can Fantastic use him. Yep. 
you know, getting him out of the armor, mm-hmm. uh, giving him magic instead of tech. Uh, and, and cleaning his face up. Cleaning his face up, taking him away from Latveria. Yeah. Very uh, smart. Uh, I really hope they don't go the anti-hero with him, though. Oh, no, I think he's still going to be bad. Uh, yeah, I just think I he's bad. I want him to still be bad. And I, I, I want to see... I just makes me think, do you think you're going to do like a Doctor Doom comic book that's about him? I don't think it would... But 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 sort maybe of, a mini series. But spinning it off like Magneto, how Magneto is. So this he's like this kind of anti. No, I don't think they'll do that. Not with how Bendis wrote him in here. I don't see that at mm-hmm. all. I don't think he's right now. I think he'll be a thorn in Tony's side for a while in his book. But, but with him having so much magic now, I really think that they're gonna uh, put him into Doctor Strange's book. Yeah, that would be something. Uh, because hey, because I'm thinking that would that would be kind of a way to do that is to have him do magic with Doctor Strange again because that was such a great series. Speaking of Doctor Strange, did you see the January solicits? I did not. What are the January? Solicits? Well, for Marvel, for Doctor Doom, we're gonna actually get a book with Scarlet Witch, Brother Voodoo, and Talesman. What? It's gonna be the the January issue. So I was very excited. We were talking about it when we reviewed. Doctor Strange, and we had said how cool it would be to see those people in the bar, and that's going to happen. So, well, good. I I have been missing out, or I've been missing um, the magic parts. Yes, of Marvel. I have really, 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 really loved uh, Magic's Marvel Universe, and uh, sorry, Marvel's Magic Universe. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> so backwards. So um, for number twos, you were fine with both of them. Oh, I thought they were great. I think Marvel is really hitting it out of the park, and I'm really excited for uh, the number ones. Uh, that are coming out that that are still to come out. So granted, I didn't read a lot of the more independent number ones, but I did read like, independent number ones being like Karnak yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, I read most. Karnak of, was pretty good. That's what I heard. Karnak was pretty good. So speaking of Karnak, we'll talk about the Uncanny and Humans number one um, that came out this week. I can't wait to hear about you. What you think about that as well? I thought I I like Steve McNiven. He's one always been one of my favorite artists, but it seemed like he was a little off his game on this oh one. Oh my I don't know. god, there was a ton of. Blank. Yeah, we'll talk about that. I was a little disappointed in that. So the writer was Charles Sewell. Steve McNiven was the inker. Jay Liston was the penciler. Isn't that interesting? They switched the names. Sonny Go is the colorist, and VC's Clayton Cowles was the editor. Yep. Interesting that... And how many uh, editors? Let's see. (laughs) Um, Probably a lot. There were one, two, three editors, and no one noticed that they got that wrong and the backup story is by charles sewell brandon peterson did the art nolan woodard was the colorist and vcs clayton cowles was the letterer uh there's two stories in this the largest story which took up a good portion of the book is about the in the uncanny in humans which is medusa and black bolt and then did they copyright uncanny real quick because like that's like appearing like everywhere oh it's the new all new oh lord uh and then um the backup story is going to be actually what the all new in humans, and that's Crystal's book. So, I absolutely adored the second story. I liked it a bit more than the first story. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm a little pissed at what they did to Gorgon, but okay, I'll go with it. That he, the fact that he's lying to his team already, that doesn't bode well for going into this with him lying, and that he's sending out. The thing is, he's sending his people out on a search mission. And has lied to them. So he's putting them in danger for a lie. Yeah, well, uh, at some point, you know, you have to have that drama, you know. Right and off the bat. Yeah, and at, and at some point, Crystal's, I mean, it's going to come out and Crystal's going to, you know, have to 
I, I can't wait for them to have to have have to reconcile like these his lies about his shattered pride or or, or whatever's going on with him. Yeah. You know, being so strong and then strapped into a wheelchair. It's just I don't know. I just really liked I li- I liked the art. I just liked the movement. Naja looked liked. a little Brandon Peterson, I feel like, went easy on Naja, the snake girl. Oh yeah. Because when um Joe Mad and um my God, we like him he's doing Uncanny Avengers right now. Ryan Stegman drew Naja there was a bit more to her. So but it's interesting seeing Brandon Peterson's art because I remember him from the 90s X-Men and he this looks nothing like his 90s style. I'm really glad that he's he's toned it down and it was really nice. Yeah, it was really good. It was a really good uh issue. Well, now let's talk about the main story, which uh it's actually two parts. People that read the uh Inhumans before know that Kang took um Black Bolt's son right before the didn't incursion happened. You didn't. Did not read it. You so should have. I, I had no idea what was going on uh, yeah, when Kang he, showed up. Kang Granted, I love Kang, and I think it's fantastic that Kang is showing up in an Inhumans book. I, I've always I've always loved Kang as a as a character. Well, you're gonna you get know? a lot of him. And the fact that he was in this makes me really want to go back and read those issues. Just all you gotta do is read the annual. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. And we got Medusa, who is now trying to tell the people of Earth that Look, we want to help. This is our land. We want to help protect. Mm. And with her new team I of got s- it got so much new of a, humans. I got so much of an X-Men vibe, 80s that's X-Men That's exactly vibe. what it is. I got so much of an X-Men vibe from, from the whole... I think that's kind of the reasons why, why it, it kind of stuck in my crawl a little bit is because I got so much of X-Men like from this, this is what they want. I know, I get that, but it's like So it worked like, on how you. How are we No, it didn't. Well, I no, it worked that you felt that feeling, but unfortunately, you love the real X-Men, so <sighs> not the real X-Men. I just love the X-Men more than the Inhumans <laughs> at the point. Don't get me wrong, it was a good story, and I enjoyed it because of Kang, but but the like I liked what Black Bolt and Trigon and 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 what's his name, Seer, the other guy? Uh, reader. Seeker. reader, reader. I liked what they were doing and trying to find the sun. I liked that aspect of it, but the, but the Medusa trying to make like humans like them or whatever. It's like, uh, stop it. So let's talk about <laughs> some redesigns. I'm just getting tired of that. Let's talk about redesigns. Black Bolt gets a really cool redesign. Why does he need armor? Triton gets a really cool I redesign. Li- I did not. I like. Okay, Triton's redesign is amazing. Finally, he looks good. He looks like a badass. Black Bolt does not need all that armor. So. He does not need that armor. A, he's a king. B, he was wearing spandex before, so this is this is a markup. Trust oh, me. I don't like it. Nah. Um. But then they do Medusa, and the poor girl gets a devolved design. <laughs> she goes back to her almost roots when she was in the Fearsome Four. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. She, they totally. Her last redesign when they relaunched in Humans looked more regal. This, they just stick her in some, and I. That's a thing that I got a little pissed at is why does she get the shitty design and everyone else gets updated modern costumes while she gets spandex. I, I just don't think know. it's a little even um well she doesn't very I mean even Crystal got a little Well Crystal up- looks I think out of all of them Crystal looks the best. Out of all of them Crystal looks the best. Don't miss the big hair with the oh, tattoos. No, but no she still has it though. It's cut down, but yeah, she but still that, has that's it. That's what with her short hair, the yellow and the black with the with the crystals on the side. Her shit looks amazing. Yeah. Like her, the short hair. She looks like okay. She looks like she means business. Medusa, on the other hand, I don't know. She doesn't look like regal enough. Nope, for me. that was my biggest complaint you know, with she this. Doesn't, she doesn't look like a queen. And you know, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be like, repping your whole people, you know, look the part. Girl. He got, you know, uh, the husband gets an upgrade in armor, and she gets. 
it was I really think it was reversed. I think that he did not need an upgrade because he, I th- I believe I've always believed that his costume is a classic. And and her costume I think could have definitely like her appearance definitely needed an upgrade. Definitely. What about I, that love triangle? Uh the love triangle I I don't know. Have, have they ever in their lives been been an item? Like I don't I never would have thought Johnny No, Storm. because he did it with her sister. Ex- That's what I thought. How, so how creepy is it how, that you're going to sleep with oh the sister? After y'all are broken up, I don't. I don't understand that. I really do not understand. I understand that Crystal is with pa- Pietro, not with Pietro, but she has a daughter with Pietro. I get that, but Johnny, really, you're gonna you're gonna mess around with Medusa. See, I I just think that that was that was unnecessary. I just think there were that relationship is unnecessary, in my opinion. Now, if, who knows? I'm gonna read this book. I I no matter what, I thought it was a good book, and I'm probably gonna read it anyway because again, I like Kang. But I just. It just seemed like they they didn't need to manufacture that that love affair. It just yeah, we'll see where it, it goes. It seemed unnecessary. We'll see where it goes. I just want to give a little shout out to another number one that came out, Astonishing Ant Man. Uh, Nick Spencer is back at Marvel and he wrote it. Uh, what did you think of it? I, I Ramon Rosanas is the artist. Jordan Boyd is the color artist. VCs Travis Lanham is the editor. And I have no clue what Idette Wincourt does, but she is the designer. Don't know what she designed. Um, so this number one, n- it's reads as if a month ago, the old Ant-Man didn't end. That's what I hated about it. I know they're trying to get new readers caught up and that's great, but the book just ended a couple months ago because of secret wars. A good half of this is just rehashing everything that happened. Oh. <laughs> and the last Ant-Man series didn't even go that long. It didn't run that many issues. Like six? Yeah. So it really, I think they spend too much time getting people caught up when if you're going to buy it just go to the wiki page and read because (laughs) this was a wasted opportunity i think uh because they do so much to rehash um they do they they do some technology things where um some tech things some tech things with an app that you can hire a super villain so that was pretty cool um the most interesting part for me was the very last page where you learn in the months that you know, while Secret Wars happened, he was in jail. I'd rather read that. Like, this this number one was not... They could have done better in making huh. a number one. I understand that they are trying to... I totally get it. You're trying to get new readers. You, you want to get them caught up. The only thing is, Marvel, you should tell them to go back and read the trades, which us retailers are trying to sell. That way they could have got the complete story, and Nick Spencer could have just went on with this first number one. That was my opinion. Oh, there you go. I mean, no, you make total sense. It's like you, why rehash it when you can just go and buy the. Yeah, the point is to get people to to read your stuff that's out, and they didn't. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. You you you're right. You're right. <laughs> I can't I can't fault you on that. I did not read it because I just didn't really like. I didn't really think about it. Um, that's why I was just like. I want to read it. I like Scott Lang. I want to talk about him as a character, but I just couldn't. I just couldn't get into it. You know, I picked it up. I looked at it on the shelf, and I was just like, eh. "So I don't know." I mean, I'm glad that you gave it a, a shot. I mean, so I got to give them all a shot. Well, do you think that I should pick up, just skip this one, and go to the number two, or did you have to read this to go into the second one? I don't know. When the number two comes out, I'll let you know. Okay. Okay. So we both, you know how we try to read new number ones, uh, especially the independent ones. Well, we got a new number one this week that we both read, uh, Desmond's pick. 
And, and I really uh, enjoyed it. I don't think Rich did, but I really enjoyed it. So let's. What is it? It is the Shield, not Marvel one. Shield, not Shield, not Marvel Shield, but which the Shield from how messed Dark up Circle was it? Comics. It came out the same day as Shield, so they sat right next to each other. Huh? Maybe they did that on purpose. Maybe. So go ahead. I'm you sorry. Know, Dark. No, no problem. It's the so Shield it's from from Dark Circle Comics, which is an uh, imprint from Archie, right? Yes. It's a. Uh, it's kind of it's Archie's the darker Archie. Well, yeah. It's the it's the more adult line, but. But yeah, it was called The Shield, uh, Daughter of the Revolution, Part One. Writers was Adam. Writers are Adam Christopher and Chuck Windig. Artist was the amazing Drew Johnson. I really have always been a fan of Drew Johnson's artwork. Um, check it out. He was a old school um, Wonder Woman artist. Fantastic. Letter is by Rachel Deering, and colors was by Kelly Fitzpatrick. And the cover artist was David Williams. Uh, issue number one came out uh, came out last Wednesday. It's three ninety nine standard comic book price nowadays. Uh, but yeah, all you need to know is the shield is has been reimagined uh, for the twentieth twenty first century. Shield was originally a male character uh, from uh, Dark Circle uh, from the Archie line, and the the the. Uh, character has been reimagined so to speak um didn't know that much about the original character was checking this out because of mostly because of drew johnson and um and i wanted to see what dark circle was doing because there are other there are other uh companies out there that can do superheroes i mean it doesn't always have to be dc or marvel i know a lot of people you know when they think of comic or think of heroes they think of marvel and dc but you got to give these other people a chance image know? secret image. identities invincible uh, uh valiant in their line and, and their line of stuff so anyway and i hear there's a company coming out next year next realm next realm comics something like that i've heard about them you know i'm really hoping for, to see something good from them from a uh, 2016 yeah but the shield basically is about this woman who was the spirit of the revolution and whenever Viva la revolution. Viva la revolution. i think she'd be french but you know she's american she is uh she's got captain america's uh, <laughs> outfit on her boobs kind of uh, but whenever um, revolution or, or or freedom is is uh, threatened, she will be resurrected. So you get a little backstory about how she was fighting in the um, in the Revolutionary War against an evil, an unnamed evil. Don't really know who the evil is, but um, she has to fight it, and it has reared its ugly head. And now, and um, nowadays, and so now she is. Uh, been reborn but the problem is she's been reborn but she doesn't know what's going on so the first part of it is her trying to find who she is and what she's going on and what she's doing that's what's so weird about it uh at the beginning is because you're like what's going on uh is she being reborn is she a vampire what's going on with this but you they tell you what's happening a little bit later and i i'm I'm intrigued i'm enjoying it i want to see what happens i want to see this character grow um but yeah, and again, the artwork was spectacular. What did you think, Rich? I'm dying to hear what you thought. <sighs> the art, I'm going to start with that because we all know, if you've been listening to us for this whole year, that I am more of a visual. I mean, a good story is amazing, and I like that, and that's what it needs. And But for me, it's a comic book. It's got to be a visual medium, and he nailed it. This book, there were no empty pages. There were backgrounds. There, Her figure... Her boobs didn't grow, didn't shrink. He nailed everything very about consistent. this. It was very consistent. Very consistent. And I'm going to say it again. I mentioned this, I think, last time. I would like to see 
all the publishers start having the cover by the interior artist because I think it was a disservice that the inside gorgeous art was not represented on any of the variant covers. That was sad to me. Um, Story-wise, it was a number one. It did what a number one was supposed to do. It set up the hero. It set up the villain. It set up the reason she's there. It moved the story along. For me, the worst thing was her internal monologue was horrible. Really? You it was like that? No. I liked it. It was, it was overwritten. No one talks like this. I do. You do not. I well, do. yeah, you probably when do. I'm in the shower. I'm like, you're oh. contemplating this like, life using big ass words that you would not use. Yes, I was like, I'm, no. I'm in the shower, pontificating about, about this, this mortal coil that is life. Yeah, exactly. That was my biggest complaint. I liked it, but it was unnecessary to she the story. Like, she speaks like that because she's from the old world. No, it was unnecessary. She's not it was unnecessary. I love. So another thing, Emily, if you're listening, which I think see you are, you'd love it. I think it was a really good book. It was. I just had a problem with some of the writing. I really liked how she came into her own as the story progressed. So, yes. I Are, are you going to read number two? Maybe. You Read it. Read it. Oh, uh, pr- point of order real quick. I don't know why I said that. I think it's kind of funny. Point of order. Point of order. I read Voltron. I read Voltron number two. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know about that book. Oh my god! So I do. So (laughs) retailers too, and I was like, "Wow!" Retailers have to do their final order for certain books by Monday. So I sent us. I do mine on Sunday nights, real late. So I sent him a text because Voltron number three is on the FOC for this week, and I'm like, "Do you want?" And he's like, "No." Like I could just tell, even from the text, I read it in his voice. (laughs) No. Because I, it was uh, that bad. No, no, it wasn't. It was bad. It's, it was bad. It was not. It was. It's not for me. It. It's not for. I'm using. I'm going to use your. Oh, phrase. you it's are good. It's me. not for me. It's just not for me. <laughs> so, um, it's let's get to two DC books. You read that, right? Oh yeah. Okay. I, so I. I, I want oh my god I wish I wish I wish Charles was here because I would ask him about that because there was so much shit going on in Titans Titans uh Titans Hunt that I didn't realize because again and I was thinking about this when I was reading it and I actually read it twice because like I like Teen Titans but I'm a I am a Teen re- Titans well not those but I'm I like the the card but anyway I I am a um I'm a trans uh, a transplant when it comes to uh, a recent transplant in the in the uh, in the uh, uh, Teen Titans uh, world. Oh, yeah. I'm not because I didn't really read it when I was younger. I was always about X Men, you know, you know. I, so I never really read Teen Titans. Um, so when they're talking about Titan Hunt and everything, I had no idea what's going on with this book, and I'm I'm intrigued by it, especially at the end when with the uh, files with the files. And I'm like, who are these? What? Okay, so let's get this out of the way. We're talking about Titans Hunt number one from DC Comics, three ninety nine, written by Dan Abnett. And you know I love me some Dan Abnett. Uh, the art was by Paulo Sequeira and Geraldo Borges. Uh, Hi-Fi did the colors, and the letters were by Carlos M. Mangual. One thing about the letters that I thought was weird, but did you think the lettering was really big? Yes. Yeah. Letters are really big. I've never seen that before. <laughs> I was really like taken aback by how big the letters. Well, was. that's us reading Spawn, where you need a freaking magnifying glass to oh to make sure you're reading oh. them all. Um, I writing? I think the art was 
it it was good. In it some was, places, it was really wonky, but yes. mo- overall, overall, it was really good. Yeah, like when Garth was fighting. Do you notice that when Garth was fighting the guy and he punched the guy? He right there. He, no, 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 no. Go back, go back, go back, go back. Get back, get back. What's with the baby arm? Yeah. What's with the baby arm? So the thing is, <laughs> when your hand is towards the reader, it gets bigger. The the it was smaller than his head. The the perspective is way off on it a was lot of pages. So weird. Yeah. I was like, I got it. It was a dynamic shot, but it was just like, I don't know what's going on. He had baby arm. It was weird. Uh, but overall, seeing what did you think? seeing Narc in the little, um, in his little. Uh, Apron. It was just funny. So th- he was a Teen Titan back in the day with Lilith. Yeah, I see. I didn't. I don't know the Lilith version of the Teen yeah. Titans. I was really like, and that was the thing. I was like, I don't know who half of these characters. And are. I'm wondering if uh, one of the children playing the Twister is supposed to be Leanne. That's what I don't. I, I don't, don't know. Understand who is Leanne? Was Roy Harper's daughter? Oh, oh, wow. Okay. So uh, there's a lot of questions. Um, I know that people that absolutely hated the new 52 because of what they did to the titans this is coming now five years later six years later five years later five years later um and i think this is the way that dc's kind of saying i'm sorry we fucked up but it's not enough for a lot of people well i think it's a start well what happens in it it's like 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 i'm i'm curious who was the who were they hunting who was the fallen titan we don't know yet you know, and I'm trying to look at the cover to piece it together. The cover, who it could be? Is it Jericho? I'm like, I, I just don't know. Well, like, Jericho has been seen in the New Fifty Two, so he has a New Fifty Two t- counterpart. And at the end, so the whole book is just setting up. All all this book is is a setup. But but that's the thing. It's like uh, Roy Harper, the swirling, makes him think of someone. It's all these things with swirling. And yeah, I'm thinking, it's because back in the day, the very first one. It harkens back to their first, a couple of their first cases as Which a was? teen. I have to get his name because I forgot to look it up before we came. Because they're actually reprinting it. Um, DC's going to be reprint- hmm. reprinting it in a couple weeks. Uh, a lot of this, if you weren't a reader, a past reader, it, you will be lost on it. That was the thing. Because I was just like, I want to know who who the, 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 the person could possibly. Because there are so many Titans. Like there are, there was like, uh, what, 50, 60 different Titans? I mean, you would think that at some point there were more sidekicks than there were actual heroes. I'm just saying this. But but having uh, Dick Grayson or Roy Harper, like something is going on, something is making me remember. And I'm thinking, what is it about the clock, t- the uh, the water tower at the beginning? Is there someone that had to do with water? Um, is it is it the uh, Wave Master? Or? So the first one was Mr. Twister. That was... Um so that was the first villain they fought. Uh, yeah, it was Robin, Kid Flash, and Aqualad all fought him. Okay, so, but I'm trying to wonder, like, is Mr. Twister someone they're going to talk about, or? I don't know, it's just, like, the swirling, and I'm thinking, is Mr. Twister, is, is Mr. Twister twisting their, their memories? Is that what's going on? Are we having a reimagining of this stuff? I don't know. I, all, suffice to say, I was really intrigued by what was going on with, with Titans Hunt. It made me really want to know what's going on with these characters. More than any of the other uh, 52 books that I've... Uh, DC 50 books I've read in a very long time. Um, so, whatever you're doing, DC, continue it. Because so, I am really excited for this book. So, the continue. funny thing is, it's going to be interesting how they bring Donna Troy in. Because she was in... She's the Donna... Is it a different Donna Troy? Is well, it that... Spoiler alert, she died in this week's Wonder Woman. So I don't know how they're doing this. 
Because she shows up back in the book. DC, if you're listening, please take a note from Marvel. Get your people together and have like a summit to discuss these things. I know, right? Because like seriously, okay. you know, I bring in the range just a little bit, guys. I just want to talk bit. about real quick uh, Justice League number 45. Uh, it's the Dark Side War part five. Which just sets up another couple of miniseries. Uh, so so kind of annoyed by that. It's Jeff Johns is the writer. Francis Manipal was the artist in cover. Francis Manipal with Brian Bouchaletto did the colors. Rob Lee did the letters. Um, I think it's Bachelato. Bachelato. Mm-hmm. There we go. I, I know you just said what you said. Yes, the one-offs are unnecessary. I loved this issue, though. I was freaking out. And I was like, oh, my God. And I really? was explaining it to Coog. I did. I loved it. I was. Eh, I, I loved was it. If you take apart the if you, if you do take apart the whole thing that they're setting them up. But you Death know what? Flash. But you know, Death Flash was awesome. That's weird. I loved it. Death Flash is weird. I think Lex Luthor being the next dark side is weird. Oh, yes. Just, there's just a lot of weird shit going on in that book. Crazy negative Superman. I this is getting ready to fight Calabac. This is fun. That's why I loved it. It's fun and Francis Manipal on the art. I now some of the pa- he I can't say the entire thing because some of it looked rushed. But the pages he worked on, they looked beautiful. It was like very Kirby esque to me. Mm-hmm. I loved oh, this book. It was so good, and I love that Wonder Woman is still front and center as leader. She's yeah. going to be taking all this down. That is what's needed badly. It was a good. It was it was a good read. I was just saying it. It seemed like it was just all set up for this other stuff that's going on, which which I think it sh- should be handled in the main Justice League book. However, you know they're in the. Then it would be an extra six months, and they don't want that. I know, and they're in the and they're in the business to make money, and I get that, and then try to move the story along. I mean, but do you think Darkseid is really dead? Right now. Well, you know what I mean. No, right now he is because I think. The other thing I really liked about it is in all the years I've read DC and Darkseid, because I, I love the Kirby stuff, this is a whole new story. I'm okay with letting them yeah, do it. A lot of do you want to know why? A lot of weird shit's happening. Because this isn't the real DC to me. It ah. hasn't been since 2011. So let's oh, go there. Me. Let's me. go there. So you're holding up You're holding up hope that, that, that the, the classic DC will be coming back. Someday. Hey, seriously? You're I really am. I am there. Why? Why do we get Titans Hunt? Why do we get Superman, Lois, and Clark? They know they fucked up. They know they lost readers. And while I don't know if old time readers like you know who actually liked this, I think at least DC's trying, and I will give them the benefit of the doubt. So, do you think DC should do a hard stop and then just say like? Nope, sorry, all this shit happened on Earth 52 yeah, or Earth I, 53 or whatever. Do you know how many people that would make happy if they cancel most of the books? No, they let some of the it, books. Just let it go. Well, no, because I think there are, there is, they do have readers for some. I don't know. I That would be my hope. You know, I always thought, I, I, I said if I ever got hired at, at, at DC and had and, and was able to do continuity stuff and, and, and just like. That's your job. Planning. That's it? Just continuity? Well, no, what, what I would say is I would be like, you know. I don't know why they they went away from what Jeff Johns was trying to do. It's my opinion, and I don't know who got it in their mind to uh, to make the new Fifty Two. But I feel it was unnecessary given all the work that Jeff Johns had did to try to make a cohesive continuity. Yep, with, with and then they went with, out and erased it all. Yeah, with what he did with Power Girl, what he did with Green Lantern, with all the things that he did, 
uh, or Justice Society, all the things that he did, it was just it seemed like he was unnecessary. So I think I would really hope if I if I had the ability, I would go in and say like, okay, you know, all of this happened and it was great, and then they're uh, they're all a different story you know these are all different stories on various different earths i would love that you because know? there is no continuity between them now exactly and so and so we have that classic earth and then we tell and so we tell stories on all these various earths and then one of them becomes like one of them becomes new 52 earth one of them is classic dc earth one of them is like classic and we just go back to that because there's no reason why they can't all exist in the same or, or nope. tell stories from those from those uh, and I think it was a disservice that they actually got rid of their Elseworlds yep. uh, imprint or line because it was already able to be multiverse. Yeah, that it was already there. It was already there. And they themselves took it and did it. Hey, I want to give a shout out real quick. Um, so if you're a Star Wars fan, I um, hold on real quick. I'll agree, Emily. It was it was strangely positive and optimistic of Rich. He's not ill, but he's just very optimistic about classic DC returning, but yes, he's a fanboy. So. I am. Uh, so, Star Wars is coming up. We know that the comic books have been going from Marvel. Well, starting in just a couple weeks is going to be the new Vader Down, which is going to be Marvel's first crossover between Star Wars and Darth Vader. So it's like Black Hawk Down, but for Vader? Yes. Uh, one of my fellow retailers, who owns a great store, um, he is having an exclusive Marvel Star Wars Vader Down cover. Now it costs a little more because you know there are limited quality, uh, limited quantities of this. Go to eBay because that's where you can get this and look up exclusive Marvel Star Wars Vader Down number one, John Tyler Christopher figure variant. Oh my God, that's a lot. Hopefully you can just search his store, Wonder World Comics. It is a fabulous cover. It is almost like. When you mail away and you get the toys, it's uh, Luke, Leia, and um, Han, little action figures. You know, they're drawn as action figures. It's really cool. Go buy it. There's, I think, like more than 10 available. Who knows how many? Uh, but they are selling a lot. He's got a lot of them sold. It's 20 bucks. Go buy this variant. It's amazing. All right, everybody. And on that note, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in. Sorry again that we were a bit late, but we were doing the screening of Supergirl uh, to celebrate our... Um, 100th our, anniversary. Our 100, no, our <laughs> one-year anniversary. <laughs> we're probably going to celebrate our, our uh, uh, 100th episode. We're coming up close on 50 episodes. Nah, I know. That. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, we had just a small little get-together to um, to uh, screen the, the TV show. Um for a full review, uh, tune in on Thursday for the uh, Geek Chat point five, in which we will talk about. We're probably going to have a little bit more interviews. Um, if not, just Rich and I are going to be talking about. I it. got my nails ready. I know you do. Um, and on that note, want to say thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, thanks for listening to us. Uh, uh, yeah, for a, for a year, if you can believe that. And uh, we love you all. And on that note, Bye. we will see you soon. Geek Shack. Geek Shack. Geek Shack.